Hey guys, Chad here. Welcome to another edition of the Chad Shipley Show, where I bring you interesting, insightful, and entertaining content or people. Today's show is going to be quick, but it's on a topic that comes up every now and again, which is how do I make money off of some of the things that I do or put out there, or uh, the suggestion around me adding a charge to some of the things that I do and put out there. For example, it was suggested that I charge a fee for my weekly newsletter. So in order to be able to get my newsletter that comes out every Friday to charge a small fee, either weekly or monthly, and then the people that are willing to pay that get access to the newsletter. So I will address all of these things. But before I do, I want to give a little bit of a content-oriented podcast that will hopefully make you think or give you some things to think about that are very interesting and intriguing and leave you kind of thinking about how you can improve or work on things that are probably lying somewhere deep within you, things that you've always wanted to do. I'm going to try to give you a little push and some motivation and some content that will maybe help get you there. And I'll do it in a very quick fashion. We'll get to that. And I also want to give myself a little bit of a ad, like my own ads here um, or my own plug. So I don't put ads on any of these shows, which will tie into the conversation around how to make money. But I do like to advertise my own stuff every now and again. So my last episode was called Build the Mental Strength um, to Become a Machine. It's called Build, a, Build the Mental Strength to Become a Machine. That was the last episode. And it's I, I really enjoyed putting that episode together. And I think it's great for kind of lighting a fire under you. So it's for the people that are... You know, um, at some at some point in your life, uh, you're you're kind of at base camp and you're staring up at this tall mountain. And the tall mountain could be anything. It could be, you know, dealing with the kids on a daily basis while school's not in session. It could be, you know, wanting to become a writer uh, or or doing a side gig or starting a business. It could be anything, right? It's this these challenges that just seem so overwhelming. And I kind of talk about how to to start thinking about ways to build the mental strength because honestly all of that is mental capacity right so when you think things are overwhelming it's just because you haven't you haven't hardened your hardened your mindset to be able to take those things on yet so uh, that episode's great and then the one before that was really really popular i got tons of great feedback a lot of people i was i was surprised came back and said i i resonated so much with this i was in a similar situation and um, thank you for being honest. Thank you for being open. I enjoyed listening to your story. Some people told me they've never listened to a podcast ever in their life, and that was their first one, and they enjoyed it. So uh, that one's called Tears of God, uh, Rock Bottom, and My Climb Back Out. So it's kind of about the last eight months of hell that I've sort of been in, um, and everyone has their own you know, definition of how or you – know, like I, I, I've told a couple people that responded to me that – I realized that many, 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 many people have been in a far worse place than I was in. And when I talk about achievements, I also recognize that many, 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 many people have achieved things way far greater than I could ever even imagine in business and in fitness and in other areas of life. But that's not what matters. What matters is that I went through something and I know um, that I really enjoy when people share stories with me. I resonate with them. I take insights out of them. I, I, you know, kind of love hearing their experiences and seeing how I can apply 
you know, the lessons that they've learned into my own experiences. So I just wanted to be open. I wanted to be raw. I wanted to be genuine. And I wanted to talk about those things. And um, I'm glad I did because the feedback was really great. So if you want to check that one out, it's called Tears of God. And then uh, the Friday newsletter. So if you want to sign up to that, it's really easy. Just send me an email, chadshipley at gmail.com, and I'll send you a link to sign up. I am going to put a link out there. If you follow me on Facebook, you've probably seen the link. But um, if you if you don't or you're not on Facebook, just send me an email, chadshipley at gmail.com, and I will make sure to get you onto that list. Okay, so let's jump in. So the uh, different models for how to make money around this stuff. I'll, I'll just start by... <laughs> um, saying that I my my whole mantra is to give ninety five percent of everything away for free, right? And then once you build a, a following of people that are really interested in what you have to say or the services that you're providing, then you can begin to create a business model around providing incremental, higher value services to a subset of people that are willing to pay. So, if for example, I have a hundred people that follow this podcast. And, you know, um, 20 of them really, really take a lot of value out of the things that I put on this podcast, then I can create something above and beyond the podcast that those people might see value in, which, for example, could be a book. And those people are going to go buy that book, right? And I can, I can use this platform as a mechanism for talking about that book. And by the way, I do have a book. It's called Light Your Fire. It's on Amazon. It's only like $2.99. I don't make much money off of those, but... I think it's a great book. It's all around like kickstarting you and getting you going. Um, I used to send out free copies, but I figured it's only two ninety nine. So if people really want to hear what I have to say, uh, you could just go buy it. And it's only like forty pages. It's written in a very concise way. Someone actually just recently told me how much they like the way I write because it's super straightforward and to the point. Um, almost just single words uh, at times, and so. If you haven't read that yet, it's definitely cool to pick up. If you don't have like a Kindle or something to read an electronic book on because it's electronic, just email me and I will send you a digital copy and we'll we'll take care of the $3 that you owe me for that. We'll figure it out. Um, so anyway, that, that's just one example, right? Like so if the goal is to build a following of people that start to like what you're interested in and like what you have to say – and to provide a lot of value to those people for free. So another example is, you know, Maddie runs, Maddie Martinez is my lead trainer. She's also a nutrition coach. She runs a free Facebook group for nutrition and, um, you know, gives away a ton of free content in that. And then from that, you know, her and I sat down and figured out ways to create incremental services for the people that really want more. They want more value and they're willing to pay for more value. Right, so then we create things like group nutrition um, coaching and one-on-one nutrition services. So that's just another example. But the goal is like to get so you know, let's just say I don't even know how many people we have in that group at this point, but let's say there's 500. Well, out of those 500, we might have 30 that want to do group nutrition coaching and pay for that, and then we might have you know 10 that want one-on-one nutrition services. So it's always a you know, there's there's kind of like this tiering model where you're going to get lots and lots of followers. And then there's a subset of that that want incremental value. And then maybe even a smaller subset of that that are willing to pay for like the high ticket items, the super expensive. So as an example, in my gym studio, I sell a $99 a month. You come in unlimited, you take as many classes as you want. But then there's some people that want, you know, the one-on-one training above the just the group fitness classes. So we have a one-on-one service model. But then there's people that are like, hey, 
I want the full package. I want the nutrition coaching. I want the one-on-one. I want the unlimited. That's a high-ticket program, right? So now we're talking around six, $700 a month, and um, they get everything. They get the full service, one-on-one, group, co- group fitness classes, the um, nutritional services, all of it. So um, that's just an example of how to tier the services. That's just a, a good business model. So um, for me, to take it back to the newsletter, uh, you know, f- so I'm still building a following for that. And I, you know, the feedback has been really good. So if you're not on that newsletter, make sure to let me know and I'll I'll get you on. But, um, so my goal from the newsletter would be, you know, one of the things I'm working on right now is that in the newsletter each week, I provide bullets of recommendations around content. So things that have had a massive impact on me, sort of like this, the, the same thing I do in the podcast, basically. I pull books, I pull documentaries, I pull excerpts, I pull quotes. I have this encyclopedia of, um, uh, basically my own notes over the years from all kinds of books and documentaries. And I just absorb a ton of content and I pull that from that content and I, I put it into like this, I call it organizing principles. So I have pages upon pages upon pages of organizing principles where one might be failure. One might be the environment you grew up in. One might be experiences. One might be love. One might be um, something, you know, like soul, like, things that like touch your soul or quotes that are soul driven. One might be on motivation. One might be on failure. Um, one might be on success. One might be on customer experience. And so every time I come across something in a book um, or a documentary or someone said something to me or provided something, whatever it would be, I map it into that section. So if I go look up my section on failure, I'm going to have all these reference points, right? This book, this page, this author, this quote, this excerpt whatever it would be, this documentary. And, um, and then I can pull from that. So I have my themes and whenever I want to talk about a certain theme, I know exactly where to go. And, you know, quotes, excerpts, I have a whole quotes, excerpts thing. I just use Evernote so I can do it on my computer. I can do it on my phone, wherever I'm at. Um, I just put it right in there and boom, like if I see a quote I like, I just put it in my quotes notebook. If I see an excerpt, I put it in the excerpts notebook and then I have it exactly where I heard it where it came from and how, how I can like go back and reference it at some point in time. And so, um, I use that, I use, uh, the Evernote to do that. And, uh, just a side note, a hack here, a work hack. Um, I have an iPhone and iPhones have a built-in, uh, reminders list so you can create reminders, but you can also create other lists. So I have a list called to do, and it's all the things that I have to work on every day. And I, I basically just keep that as my punch list. So like anytime anything comes up that I need to do, like a client, you know, needs to pause their membership or they have an issue or whatever, and I'm not able to take care of it. I just put it into my to-do and then I'm constantly going back through my to-do list on my phone and then working through my punch items. So that's a lot of people ask me all the time, like how I keep up with running this entire business, like which seems flawless, but it's because of a simple hack like that where anytime anything happens, I have my phone and I just put it into my to-do. And then I also have other lists called like reference. So you know, if there's something that comes up that I want to map into like my notes, but I don't have time, I just put it into like this reference notes list or, or whatever it would be. So a um, couple different hacks for you there. But when it comes to the newsletter, you know, I provide recommendations around content um, and and I pull that from my encyclopedia notes. But what I'm doing right now is building out a portal. So everything that I've ever referenced on this um, newsletter will go into this site. So it basically I'll have like this page built and I'll have all of the 
trailers for the different documentaries that I posted. I'll have all of the trailers that I, I, or video trailers that, videos or the trailers of videos that I've talked about having a major impact on my life from like an inspirational perspective. I'll have all of the products that I highly recommend from Amazon. I'll have all of the books, you know, links to all of the books that I've ever mentioned, you know, with some context around them. So the benefit for all of the people that are on the newsletter is that they don't have to keep track of all of the things that I, or try to like store all of the things that I'm giving them every week in a newsletter, right? I'm creating this like centralized website database of everything. So you, you'll always have access to this. So that's something that I might be able to charge a fee for, right? So in the example that there's a hundred people that have the newsletter, 20 of them might be willing to pay $5, you know, for access into this portal where they now have access to all the content that I've ever put into any of the newsletters. And um, it's super easily accessible to them and they can reference it at any time and then they don't they don't have to worry about tracking it and thinking, oh, what was that movie Chad recommended three weeks ago? Because they finally have time to sit down and watch it. They can just go into this portal and see everything. And um, the secondary revenue model off of that is that I, I'm an associate or um, I have an associate like link referral link from Amazon. So if I am posting stuff on my website with my referral link, once you click on that and then you start shopping Amazon, it's tracking back to me. So I'm going to get credit as the person that referred you to that product. Or if you buy another product, I think there's even a kickback for that. Now we are not talking about a lot of money here. Um, it's like pennies (laughs) on, on the dollar. If if you only have a couple of people going, right? If you build a following of, you know, thousands of people that are coming to your website and they're all clicking your products and, and buying them, then yes, you can start to make a little bit of money. I used to follow a blogger who actually, they had so many people that followed them on their blog that they, Amazon actually will give you, once you reach a certain level of status with your followers, Amazon will actually like give you a store on Amazon. So it's basically like they're shopping your store. So you go in and you kind of create all of the different products you want in in like an Amazon interface. So it all looks like Amazon, but it's all the stuff that you want in your store. And then you give people a link to your store and they'll come and they'll shop. And um, anything that they buy, you're getting all of the kickbacks for the referral fees, which... Um, just to talk about the other side of it for a second, you know, me as a business owner, like I, it costs so much money to market and advertise, right? So if you can get people to be ambassadors for you or to be references or referrals for you, then you are happy to pay them a, a fee for doing it, right? So I actually just started an ambassador program where all of my members now, like they can get paid for posting about Sweatbar. And driving people to sweat bar and you know getting them to sign up, etc. They can they can be incentivized by that because that's way more powerful than me trying to create Facebook ads and all of these other things. Like I'm spending all my money there. I'd be happy to carve out a little bit of that money and give it back to the people that really love our service and are honestly sharing their opinions, right? And I, I like I should clarify that like my goal is not to just pay people off. It's the people that really believe in what we're doing. I want them to be have some level of like engagement and incentive. So that's where like these perks come in. Um, 
It's not like I'm buying people's like to go out and say this or that. But um, yeah, I mean, customer acquisition cost is huge typically. It, it can be very high and the marketing dollars can be very high. So it makes a lot of sense to get the people that are already advocates for you, you know, a little piece of the pie. So if I love a product, you know, um, most companies would be more than happy to let me um, promote their product and they'll give me a kickback for that. There's all kind of affiliate programs out there. You know, um, I get to deal with a lot of wholesale. So because I'm a business, I can buy wholesale supplements, but there's a lot of supplement lines that are just affiliates. So if you're super popular on Instagram in the fitness realm of the world, like you have 500,000 followers and you have an affiliate link to a product that you really like, I mean, you could honestly just put that link in and talk about how much that product influences your, not influences, um, helps you in what you're doing and put that product link up there and anyone that goes and says, okay, I want to try this product because this person I follow, I really like them. They really know what they're talking about. They're knowledgeable and I want to become an affiliate or um, I want to use their affiliate link and buy the product. And now, you know, they, they're going to get a kickback for that by the company and that company is super happy to do it because they just found a customer that they didn't have to reach on their own. They didn't have to advertise that customer. They had an ambassador doing it for them. Someone that believes in their product has a lot of followers and is willing to promote it um, for them. So that's kind of like how a lot of this world works. Um, is another example. I uh, I use a, a an autoresponder, an email campaign solution called Active Campaign. It's very similar to Mailchimp, if you've ever heard of that. And I should do an episode on how cool some of the things are that I do on the back end for Sweatbar. I might be giving away some of my trade secrets, but I have some really cool things set up. And um, and it took me a long time to figure out how to do it all, but I use a system called Active Campaign, which basically is an automated emailing solution. Um, my newsletter is built off of that. So if if like you you know, you, you sign up to the newsletter. I, I, I schedule a campaign to go out and I, it goes out to everyone on a certain list on a certain day time. And then I can kind of like track who's clicking on what and all those kind of things. It's pretty powerful. Um, but it does way more than that. But just as an example, when I was trying to learn how to use active campaign, there was a guy that created YouTube videos on how to use active campaign. And he was an affiliate for active campaign. And he was an affiliate for ClickFunnels, so he was teaching people how to use both tools. And then he'd say, "By the way, you know, um, I'm an affiliate. If you want to sign up for Active Campaign, just use my link below, and I'll get a kickback if you got value out of this video." And so um, it was really powerful because I was actually just looking at autoresponders. I didn't even choose Active Campaign, but because he was so good at explaining how to use Active Campaign. I thought, well, why not? I'll just use Active Campaign, and then if I have any questions, I can just watch a free YouTube video. And um, and he he seemingly was making a lot of money. He I think he actually won like the the um, the two comma club award for ClickFunnels, which means you made at least a million dollars. That's two commas. Um, so he seemed to be doing pretty good. But he would also do things like again, he was giving away this free value, like you know, on YouTube, you could just watch his videos, but he would also have ads at the beginning of his own video where he would say, listen, click on my link if you want some of my paid courses that are like that go really deep on certain subjects. So if you clicked on the link, it'd take you to a website and he'd have all these different like courses available where 
you're like, okay, let me <coughs> click on this course and take it because it's on a, it's going deep on a subject that I really want to learn, right? Like you can actually create logic within your email campaigns where you can say, you know, send this email as soon as they sign up. So it's a welcome email. They signed up to a newsletter, send them a welcome email. And, um, if they click this link, send them this email because I want them to also see this video. Um, if they didn't click this link, wait two days and then send them this email saying, Hey, you know, um, I saw that you haven't clicked the links yet. Um, this one's really, really good. You should check it out. And then there's all this if then else logic. So basically you're just tracking people through their life cycle on, um, where they're at, what they're doing. And, and then you're sending them, you know, in the direction that you want to send them in. So it's uh, it's all really, really powerful stuff, but those are just some ways that you can make a little money off of um, some of the some of the stuff like you know these um, podcasts and newsletters and stuff like that. Um, the The other thing I would say is that you know I have the ability to run ads on my podcast, and you know there's just companies out there that will pay for those, right? <laughs> but I don't I don't want any of that. Um, I don't want random ads showing up on my podcast. I'd rather just not make money off of it. But I have had people say like, I, you know, I love your podcast. I'd be willing to pay you. Why don't you set up like a PayPal account or Venmo and I, I'll just send you money every month. So I, I will say that um, that's an awesome option. I might set up like a, at some point, a, just the ability for people to send um, almost like a tip here and there if they want to. Uh, it wouldn't be man- mandatory at all. Um, that's That's one way to do it. But there is another way for me to make a little bit of money. Um, and it's off this new program that I'm creating called an accountability program. And, um, I like making money this way because it's actually like twofold. Like I'm going to give you way more like, um, attention and value than I can on the podcast or through a newsletter. And you're going to get so much more out of it. And then I feel like, you know, I'm providing in a service above and beyond what I give away for free and it's worth, you know, the charge that I'm paying, but it's also something that you're going to get super amazing value out of. So it ties into this content that I want to kind of talk about. And um, I just started reading this book. It's called Peak. It's by a guy named Chip Conley. I heard him on the Tim Ferriss show, and I'm not going to give you too much of a background on him because I just recommend you go listen to that show. It was one of those shows where the person talking kind of like, I, I hate to say this, but they like touched my soul, so to speak. Um, I don't know if I just feel like I have so much in common with Chip. The way that we think about things or the way that he was articulating things were just hit me really hard. Um, but I I was just captivated by this guy and I I really wanted to get his book. Um, and I, I'm, you know, I, I'm through like the preface in the, um, there's, you know, the foreword forward was really good and I and the preface was really good and I'm just into chapter one and I came upon this which kind of like rocked me so he basically owned a hotel chain um really really interesting story and um he went through some really rocky times in the dot-com uh bubble because he was out in San Francisco area and he um he found himself you know he's a CEO of a company and he was in a really bad place and he found himself in a bookstore one day, like during lunch, um, during the work week. And he was kind of like trying to hide. He's like, Jesus CEO, like hunting around the library in the middle of a work day. Um, he didn't want to be seen, but he kind of found his way. Like he was just searching for answers and he found his, um, 
he found himself over in the psychology section of this 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 um this bookstore and he he actually pulled out something that he remembered reading in college on Maslow Abraham Maslow and um and then he he started reading in a lot of Maslow's work and he he ended up I'm not anywhere near through the book yet but from what I can tell he ended up taking Maslow's model applying it to his business in a really bad time where his business was you know basically capsizing and um and he was able to turn his business around and then he since then has continued to use like this kind of altered version of the Maslow model the the pyramid the Maslow pyramid and um of the hierarchy of needs pyramid I should say and um and basically you know um I think it's been applied to a lot of different businesses all throughout and oh maybe I'll give another podcast on the book um once I get a little bit more through it but I, I right at the beginning he has this um this thing that Maslow wrote it's called a brief primer on Maslow and this is from Abraham Maslow so I'll just read it a musician must make music an artist must paint a poet must write if he is to be ultimately at peace with himself what a man can be he must be this need we call self-actualization it refers to a man's desire for self-fulfillment Namely, to the tendency for him to become actually in what he is potentially. To become everything one is capable of becoming. That is literally the definition of self-actualization. So to go from, um, it's, it's literally living up to your potential. So everything that you have the potential of becoming, you actually become that. And this just like knocked me over because if anyone has ever listened to anything that I've said over the last like three years, I talk so much about my own journey and how I kind of had this midlife crisis and I quit my job. I opened a gym. I, I did this and I did that. I got really into fitness and I started doing, you know, like training and trying to do these big things. And it's always come back to the notion of like, I just don't want to regret my life later. I don't want to be sitting around on my deathbed thinking I could have done more. I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have not been scared. I wish I would have gone harder. I wish I would have been better. I wish I would have treated people better. I wish I would have, you know, took a shot or tried to start a business or whatever it would be. Like I just didn't want to I didn't want to regret anything. There's a there's um I say it on almost all every podcast, but one of my favorite quotes is I don't fear failure. I fear regret. And so I just like that whole idea of not living up to your potential actually started to haunt me like from a fitness perspective, from a living perspective, from like a happiness perspective, like everything from a business, you know, so in every area of my life, I started to really zoom in and say like, okay, what like we need to up, up, up your actualization because you're nowhere near your potential. You can be much happier. You can be much more at peace. You can you can be better in the things that you're working on. Um, you can find better things to work on. You can be way better in fitness. Like four miles is not your furthest, and then twenty miles was not my furthest. And you know, like I'm, I don't know what my furthest is, but I know it's not twenty five, thirty miles. I, I I don't think it's fifty miles. I think eventually I'll be way beyond that. So this whole notion of reaching your potential, actually becoming like what you can and, and need to become 
really hit me. And then the other part of this is like the beginning, right? A musician must make music, an artist must paint. I think people have these inner desires that they ignore because we grow up like we're, we're just in a society that doesn't allow us to like embrace them, right? So like imagine whatever it is that you really like to do. If you were forced to go into a class like once a week and spend two hours focusing on nothing but that one thing, whatever it is, if it's writing, if it's, um, you know, uh, pottery or if it's like maybe doing do-it-yourself projects or um, yoga, whatever, like if you just had no choice, like society said, you have to go do this for an hour or two hours every week, like sit in a room and do this. I think about how happy people would be, you know, they'd actually like have that time to open up and to like embrace their creative expression and, and to spend time on a craft that they really enjoy. But we, we just allow society to dictate our time and our priorities. Like we, we think we have to be doing this social event and going to this and, you know, like, um, there's a guy, he's famous, I forget his name, but um, geez, I'll have to look it up, but he had this really like profound, um, actually, no, I don't want to say it was him. It, it was a very profound way of thinking about things where he used to try to say yes to everything. Like, okay, I'll do this speech and I'll go to this city. We'll do that conference. And, and it was really taking a toll on his life. So he came up with this sort of model for how he would make decisions. And it was, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. So if he wasn't ecstatic about doing something, it was a no. And I get it. Like you, you might not be ecstatic to go to like cheerleading practice every day or, or baseball practice or whatever. It's kind of just a part of the, the game. Right. Um, or you might be ecstatic, you know, either or, um, even if it's something that you love, it might not be the thing that I'm talking about that you really love. And, you know, obviously that's taking priority. It's your kids. I get it. Um, but there's other, like I, my dad said to me the other day, he said, wow, it's so good. You have the time to do all that. And I'm like, everyone has the time. They just waste it. And maybe that's not so fair. Cause I, you know, I do run my own business. So I kind of create my own time and, um, I figured out how to do everything like so easily and automated that like, I can do it from anywhere and I kind of have great tools set up now and I have amazing staff and people that work for me and do an awesome job. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe I do. Um, but I think, I think to be honest, like a lot of people waste time and, um, and, and if you really look for that time to say, okay, I'm just getting, not only do they waste time, but they like, they just don't make the commitment. They just won't get into the routine. They won't say, I need to sit down and read or I need to sit down and write. I love doing both of those things. And for some reason, it is so hard for me to start. But once I start, I don't want to stop. Like I will write and write and write and write and just keep writing. And for some reason, there's days where I think it's more important to just go sit by a pool and get some sun. But if I were to write, it would be, I would love it. I'd love everything about it. I would, you know, just, just be in, you know, complete flow of, putting words to, um, you know, just thoughts and, and coming up with some creative stuff. And, and, you know, that, that's what I really enjoy doing. And so whatever it is, just imagine if like you, you could do those things. Right. And, um, and so that's why this, this like little paragraph from Maslow, like really struck me. And so I kind of thought, okay, well, if I can put something out there on this topic, 
and not just give people like something to think about, like, okay, I want to be a writer, or I'd really like to get into shape, or I'd like to start working out, or I'd like to start eating healthier, or my thing is music, um, whatever it is, right? So I, I thought, okay, like instead of just giving them something to think about like that, like let's actually give them some next steps and let's tie it into a business model, like for me to actually provide incremental service and make some money off of some of the things that I'm doing. 95 or 99% of everything I do is free. Uh, almost everything I do is free except for my 299 book. Um, so here's a way for me to make money off it, right? And so um, what, what I want to do is challenge anyone listening to this to figure out what it is that you want to do. And I, I'll help you, right? So I have this question that I... Um, that I, I ask people, and it's not a super fair question because it kind of rocks anyone that's not waiting, like expecting it, which is no one. <laughs> if I just ask any anybody this, it kind of knocks them back a little bit. But the question is like, what's something that you're really proud of doing in the last six months? And if I add a context to that, like, or or even a little bit more of a descriptor, what's something that you're proud of doing in the last six months around that thing that you really enjoy doing. So if it's for me writing, like what's something that I wrote in the last six months that I'm really proud of, I'd be like nothing because I've wrote nothing in the last six months that I'm really proud of. So now I'm like, damn it, has it really been six months? Oh, I need to get back. You know, so there's a trigger right away, right? And so that's like the first piece, like that question, just ask yourself that. What am I, what's something that I'm really proud of doing? Um, And maybe, maybe you pick something that's not your like your passion or that thing that has fire inside. Maybe you're just so at the point right now in your life where you want to get back in shape. And you're like, you know, like when it comes to fitness, there's nothing I'm proud of doing in the last six months. And I really, I really want to make myself proud by doing something exercise related or something nutrition related or, you know, whatever. Maybe you want to spend more time with your kids. That's not a burning desire of like creative expression. It's just something that you felt like, you're working too much and you're not you're not all there when you come home or whatever it is and you say I want to I want to I really you know I'm not proud of the way I've been the last 6 months I want to spend more time with my kid whatever it is um I like answer that question <coughs> and then what I, I I talked about this in the Tears of God podcast like what I know and there's a great um there's a great great video that Joe Rogan um talks about this as well and it's going to be in an upcoming newsletter so sign up for my newsletter but um it's it's all around this idea of like you have to write things down you have to write your goals down to be able to go after them right and so that's one big piece there's this piece of like just just put put something out there put a target like within two weeks i'm going to have done x Right for me, I started signing up to all these fitness events. There's some awesome events coming up. I signed up to a sprint triathlon, and since then, I mean, I've been just—it's like driving me. I I did a workout yesterday. I did a um, I went swimming 1.4 miles, and then I did a 30 mile bike ride, and then I did a six point something one three mile run. And um, you know, those are all way longer distances than the, what the, I'm going to be doing in the triathlon, and I'm just like. I'm just geared up. I'm like so pumped up about this. I just want to keep training and training and training. I switched all my supplements or I got new supplements, I should say. And um, I'm just, I'm there. I'm like ready to go. I'm trying to eat healthy. And um, just me signing up to a couple of these races, like reset everything, right? But 
uh, the other piece of this is you don't need to just sign up. You need to have some sort of accountability. And I found that in a good friend um, that's really been pushing me hard, um, harder than I probably even push myself. And it's awesome. Like she's been really this voice in my ear that said like you're capable of more and you got to go harder and you got to go faster and I can't wait to see the things that you can do and 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 um and become and when you have that kind of person that's like that believes in you and has that confidence and that accountability you know or has that confidence then you have like you feel like you have accountability to yourself because you know that you are a good person and you do have this potential and this capability um but you also feel accountable to them so um, I, I, this program that I offer, it's called my accountability program and it's really straightforward. Um, you know, we, it's 50 bucks. We do kind of an introductory call and then we do, um, three calls after that. So within a two week time frame, we're going to come up with a goal for you. And, and it's based on whatever you want to be really proud of in whatever area you want to be in, you know, doing this in, and we'll come up with a goal and, um, we're going to work towards that goal over two weeks. And I know a lot of people are going to say like, oh, well, I should wait until this week because I'm doing this this week. And that's fair to an extent. But if you keep doing that, you're never going to start. The best thing to do is just start. Get on the phone with me. We'll figure it out. We'll adjust weeks if we have to. Just get on the phone. Pay the $50. And I only say that because once you pay that, you're locked in and you're ready to go. Um, if you keep this wishy-washy thing of like, I might, I may, whatever, um, it's never going to work out. So whatever it is you have in mind, you say, okay, I'm going to spend $50, right? And most people, they spend that in a bar on a Friday night, whatever. Like I'm, I'm trying to get you on a path to literally change your life, change your habits, get you back focused on things that mean so much to you, something you can really be proud of. You know, if someone were to ask me what what's something you're proud of doing in fitness in the last six months, I would name three thousand things. Like, I've just been on fire in that realm of the world. If you ask me some things I'm proud of, you know, in business, uh, yeah, there's there's a couple things for sure. But you know, in the next six months, because now they're focus points for me, they're goals. I'm gonna have way more things to talk about, right? Um, so I just want to help people get there. You know, I had a kid. Uh, I talked about him on other podcasts. So I'm not going to talk about it too much, but he was 18 going into the, uh, you know, armed services of some sort or reserves and had to take a baseline test. And, you know, he, um, I told him I'm going to train him mentally. And I said, what's something you've been proud. You're really proud of doing anything that you're proud of doing in the last six months. And he didn't have an answer. Um, he was just like, well, it, it is hard on the spot, but, um, there, you know, I couldn't think of anything he was proud of. So I said, well, we're going to make you proud. What's the first you ever ran? He said three miles. I said, we're going to run 10, I knew he could run 10 that day. If he'd left that uh, the gym that day, he could have went and ran 10 miles. But he didn't think he could mentally. He had never thought about that before. Um, and so, you know, uh, a couple of weeks go by and he runs 10 miles. And now he's super proud. He knows what he's capable of. He knows he can do way more than he ever thought, you know. Um, and so that's that's powerful when you get into that kind of situation. So if you want to paint a drawing... If you want to do it, do it yourself project. If you want to start mapping out a business plan to create your own business, if you want to um, write, you know, uh, start your own blog, or start writing um, a draft of a book. If you want to, you know, start singing openly on Facebook. Um, if you want to lose weight. If you want to get back into shape. Whatever it is, um, I'm going to come up with some goals for you, some actionable things for you to do around 
those things and um, we're going to figure it out <laughs> like together. We're going to have calls. I'm going to walk you through it and um, we're going to talk through it. I'm going to get your ideas and just in and of itself, that is worth it. There is so much value in talking through ideas on a phone call with someone. I think most of us get trapped in these friendships where like we start to lose the value of ideas and different perspectives and um you know like we obviously love our close friends but we know them so well that there's never anything different that comes out of our conversations there's never anything interesting there's there's nothing new ever right so sometimes you can get lit up just by talking to a random stranger you know i one of my big things is like i love just talking to random you know people that are all like interesting, right? They have some things to say or stories to tell and we're on the same wave. Like we like the same things. Um, you know, having one-on-one conversations with people like that is exciting for me. Um, especially where I can take things away from it. So, uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to get on, we're going to bounce ideas around and, um, and we're going to figure it out. We're going to make you really proud of something in the next two weeks. And, um, when I say that, it's not like, you know, you're getting a gold star on a paper like you're in second grade. Like, I want these things to be big things that have a monumental shift in your life so that the charge of $50 seems like absolutely nothing to you. Like, it's the best $50 you ever spent. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's a pair of sunglasses on Amazon, right? It's, uh, it's you know, a case, case or two of beer that you got to take to a friend's house for a social night of drinking with people you probably don't even like. You know, it's it's not that much. And it's going to be worth it. Um, and if it's not, I'll give it back to you, right? Um, I don't think it's going to be a loss of anyone's time. I think we're going to we're going to really go through some some some. We're going to go deep on who you are, what you want, like what's stopping you, what's getting in the way, and uh, we're going to figure out how to knock down some walls and start start taking over. So, um, I definitely one of those calls is going to be me motivating the hell out of you, like some serious pep talking. Um, one of those calls is going to be like a go deep, um, asking really big questions about like you and your life and what you want. And we're going to think deep and, um, you know, obviously we're going to have some check-ins, you know, as a part of those calls too, just like progress and that kind of stuff. But, um, we're, we're gonna, we're going to have some really meaningful conversations that I, that I hope, you know, you carry with you and I'll definitely carry with me. And, um, yeah, we're going to we're going to do some awesome stuff. So, uh if you want to be involved in this or do this, just um send me an email chadshipley at gmail.com and um you know, we'll go from there. We'll we'll settle up and we'll be awesome. We'll get it going. Uh and that's it. Um I don't think I had anything else I want to talk to you as as a part of this episode. I got like 3000 text messages coming in and this was not a short episode like I thought it would be, but for those of you who stuck with it, hope is worth it. Um, send me an email, chadshipley at gmail.com, and we'll get you going. Sign up to the newsletter. Thanks. Bye.